Welcome to the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson. And this is the Art of Money podcast with Art McPherson and Luke McCarty, artofmoneyradio.com. For more information on the McPherson Financial Group or to schedule that initial complimentary consultation. We appreciate you listening. Now, let's get to the show. I saw a story and it's just another example of how Las Vegas is just nickel and diming their customers. Vidara Hotel is now leaving cookies and water on the counter of the hotel rooms. So you check in, you think, oh, well, this is nice. We're in the desert, got some cookies, got some water. I'm already paying a five-star hotel rate to stay here. But Art, when you check out, you're going to see a mini bar charge. And how much do you think that little bottle of water is going to cost you now? So they're charging you for it, but they don't tell you that they're charging you for it. Yes, sir. Oh, that's not very nice. Not at all. So they are charging, just take a guess, a bottle of water that you think uh, is free. say probably two, is it two cookies, three cookies? A little bag of cookies. Looks like little uh, Chips Ahoy minis is what they look like. Maybe maybe eight or nine in there and two All right, that's probably $8. Okay. And if it's Fiji water, yeah. that's probably 10 bucks each. So I'd say $28. $24.75 for a bottle of water. For that's, one bottle. For one bottle. $9.99 for that little bag of cookies. But the problem is, again, like you just said, they're not telling you that you're getting charged. There's no sign that says this comes off the mini bar. We know. We've learned our lesson. We do not touch the mini bars. So it's just another charge that they're doing in Vegas. Resort fees, concession fees, venue fees, service charges, not to mention the actual cost of the room. So Vegas has really become the king of unknown fees. So Art McPherson, how do you help your clients minimize the pain of unknown fees in a plan? We make sure our clients know what the fees are. <laughs> we put it in writing. <laughs> yeah, there is no unknown fees. They see them. So uh, one of the things that we do is we list before anybody becomes a client of ours, we show them exactly what their average annual expense is going to be, not just what it is, for, but for the whole year. So we forecast for them, here's exactly what you'll have to pay for a whole year with us if you're a client. And if it doesn't matter if we're using a bank or we're using a brokerage company, or we're using an insurance company. It doesn't matter if, if there's fees involved. We disclose those, we list those, and make sure our clients know what their blended fee rate is so they, they know. They know exactly what they're paying. And Luke McCarty, when you do a deep dive into a portfolio, do you find that the 401ks have the most fees that can really damage a plan? Maybe not the most fees, but there's definitely fees. The hardest part about a 401k plan is you can't find them. You know, you go into your prospectuses or you dive down deep or you go into your 401k plan, you know, the the plan itself, the plan documents. And it's really hard to find those fees, which I think is, um, you know, it's not right. You should, it should be pretty easy to find your own fees. We have tools here where we can dive in and find those for you and let you know what you're currently paying, let you know potentially what your company's paying. You know, so if you leave the company or you retire, right, is the company still paying some of those fees? Some are, some aren't. So there's a lot of fees that go into um, your investments within the 401k. So you just need to be aware of what they are. Sometimes, Luke, we have clients come in the first time and they'll look at a statement from their 401k and it lists some fees on that statement. But what does that statement only show typically? I'd say the easiest fees to find are the mutual fund fees or the funds themselves, whether they're an ETF or a mutual fund. Those are the ones that might be easy to find. 
Yeah, because on the statement, that's all they usually disclose, uh, Mark. And so when a client looks at their statement, they think that's all they're paying. In reality, that's only a small portion of what they're paying. There's all, all kinds of other fees that are not listed. Um, you have to find them in your disclosure documents, which is can be frustrating because you have to go back to your plan uh, documents that you have to request from your plan administrator. You probably have never spoken to your plan administrator or even know who that plan administrator is, mm-hmm. but they will give you a copy of it, but it's hard. It, it's usually 100 to 200 pages long or more, and um, we usually have a copy of our big firms in the area, so if it's somebody in Indian River County, Brevard County, or anywhere on the Space Coast, we're going to have probably planned documents of some of our big firms, um, but if we don't and we want to try to find out what those fees are for our clients, we'll, we'll have them request that. 321-425-8550. Give the team a call or a text. Schedule that initial consultation. Art McPherson, Luke McCarty going to take a deep dive into your portfolio to see if fees are causing damage to your life's work. And again, that initial consultation, no cost, no obligation to you. Again, 321-425-8550. I want to talk about Roths and Roth IRAs for a couple of seconds because they're ideal for tax planning because you're taking the tax hit on your contribution now and the gains grow tax-free. But Art Luke, what if the government says you make too much money to put into a Roth? Is there a workaround that you can help with? There is a workaround. So there are limits on how much money you can make to contribute to a Roth, but you can always convert. So you can always take money that you have in an IRA and convert it to a Roth. If you make too much money to contribute, then you need to look inside your 401k, see if your 401k has a Roth contribution option or you need to look into the backdoor Roth IRA. So there's ways you can do it. You know, there's ways you can do it for a spouse who may not be working, so you could kind of do it yourself. Or for your spouse, of course, if your spouse is working, they're in the same boat too, right? Roth 401k, backdoor Roth, but there are certain rules around you know, most of these types of contributions. So just be careful. If you have questions how a Roth IRA can benefit your plans or what changes need to be made to your plan, 321-425-8550. Send the team at the McPherson Financial Group a text or you can give them a call to schedule that initial consultation. No cost, no obligation to you. Again, artofmoneyradio.com to meet the team. You can schedule your consultation online as well. And we'll talk a little bit about diversification here because Shark Tank investor Kevin O'Leary has a net worth of over $400 million but he isn't immune to the volatile market. He told Fox Business. A balanced portfolio used to be 50% fixed income, 50% equities. Mine right now, and I'm not telling people what to do, but I'm 70% equities, 30% fixed income. And I have some cash, obviously, but we're in very unsettling times regarding interest rates. Half the world thinks they're going up. The other half thinks they're going down in interest rate cuts by the end of the year. You simply don't know, so you need diversification. Obviously, most of us aren't Wall Street sharks like Kevin O'Leary. And those nearing retirement... Don't have the time to withstand big market losses. So what's the lesson here about diversification? Well, he was basically saying to get less diversified. <laughs> he was he was saying he was bullish. I mean, he was saying he went from a 50-50 split to a 70-30 split. So he is getting more aggressive with the market right now. Um, the market itself has had a year to date wise has been doing well this year. We've got a bounce happening again. Uh, last year, of course, the market was down. But 
on a 50-50 split and a 70-30 split, of course, you're being a lot more aggressive if you have 70% equities versus 50% equities. So as long as that fits in your risk tolerance and your modeling and what you're trying to do, he's a different category. You know, he's a extremely high net worth individual. Um, he is not preparing a portfolio for income need only. He is looking at a portfolio in all different kinds of ways because he has all kinds of assets, all kinds of companies, um, you know, every year that goes by, he might add two or three companies to his portfolio with Shark Tank, just the the show he does. So um, he's a little bit different, unique character there because he has a lot of residual income that comes in from his business operations too. Yeah. I'd say from you know his comments of not knowing what interest rates are doing, not knowing what the Fed's going to do, uh, he's pretty aggressive. You know, if you don't know what to do, usually, you know, you get less aggressive because the unknown is that much more you know, unknown, right? So kind of the 50-50 portfolio, right? We have we have a good model here called our equity income model that is 50% stocks and 50% bonds, and it's doing extremely well, right? It was only down four or 5% last year in one of the worst markets for stocks and bonds ever. So, you know, we have different things here we can do to add diversification, but, you know, the 70-30 for him is more like, I don't need this money. Let's see what we can do. Let's wait it out, right? Warren Buffett is all stocks. Well, Warren Buffett has a longevity of none of us listening to this show, so he can be super aggressive because he lives forever, right? And can invest forever. So it really depends on what your plan tells you you need to do. As you reach a certain age, is it more important to be less diversified or is that kind of an old school way of thinking? No, diversification is really important, especially when you have a portfolio that is providing 75, 80, maybe 90% of your retirement income. So major market fluctuations on your portfolio can have an impact on that income. So the big goal for Luke and I, when a client walks into the door here, is making sure that income lasts their whole retirement so they don't run out of funds, they don't run out of money. So if you have a lot of risk in your portfolio and you had $2 million and you're like, okay, by the time I pass away, you know, I'm going to be giving my kids two plus million dollars and I'm going to live off that interest for the rest of my retirement. Well, if you had a 50% correction in that first two or three years, you retire. Now you only have a million dollars that you're living off of for income. So it can make a huge difference on what that income draws. Now, somebody like a Kevin O'Leary, where he's got all kinds of businesses, all kinds of opportunities, he's still in very much a capital growth situation where he's looking for opportunities. He's looking for opportunities to buy things that depressed value. He's looking for opportunities to buy things that he feels are undervalued, where our typical client in retirement mode can't do that. So it's a little bit different scenario. Yeah. And I'd add to this as well about diversification with, you know, Kevin O'Leary saying, you know, 70% stocks, 30% bonds. Well, ever since COVID, right, that hasn't worked, right? COVID stocks went down, bonds went down. Last year, stocks went down, bonds went down. This year, stocks are up, bonds are up. So they seem to be moving more in tandem than they ever have before. So you need different things in your portfolio. You need alternatives. You need things that can't lose money. You need some guarantees. Our diversification is a lot more diversified than Kevin O'Leary's 70-30. Of course, he has all his other businesses he wasn't talking about on the radio, but just in general, you know, the stocks and bond, the correlation is getting closer and closer to each other. Thanks for listening. Want more from Art McPherson of McPherson Financial Group? Find us online at artofmoneyradio.com. 
We are an independent financial services firm helping individuals create retirement strategies using a variety of financial and insurance products to custom suit their needs and objectives. Securities offered through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through ProStatus Group, LLC. McPherson Financial Group and ProStatus Group, LLC are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. Art McPherson is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Please consult with your attorney, accountant, and or tax advisor for advice concerning your particular circumstances. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Arthur McPherson. Florida Insurance License Number A1 74725. Today's show has been a work of art.